are finally together again and I could cry. I'm so happy about it. You guys, welcome to season two of Growing Pains. New branding, new season, new year. But guess what? It's the same us, <laughs> just with new opportunities every day to get better and to grow into the person that we intend on becoming. I'm so proud of you for making it through 2022, which honestly, it was a good year, but it definitely was not my favorite. It was a year of some serious alone time for me, of figuring out life after college, of what felt like starting over in some ways, of exploring, trying a ton of new things, but also with a touch of sadness, loneliness, confusion, but with a lot of lessons and family time and growth. I hope that your 2022, even if it wasn't the absolute best year of your life, was something that taught you how you can move forward or taught you a little bit more about what it is that you want this next year to hold for you. This year, I think, though, see, this year, this 2023, <laughs> I think it's got something magic in it. I do. This year's has been off to an incredible start. And I can say that there's something that feels a little bit different about this year. Maybe we finally have gotten over that hump of, you know, trying to re- get over the COVID years that we lived in, or maybe the collective energy is just a bit more hopeful or upbeat, or maybe this truly is going to be a year unlike any other, filled with the rewards of all of the hard work that we have been putting in. I am hoping that it's the latter, but no matter what it is, I have a really, really great feeling about this year, and I am wishing the best for your guys' year, because I hope that you are here to follow along on this journey throughout all of 2023 with us. Before we jump into today's topic, I want to say thank you. Thank you for being here, for showing up for yourself, for showing up for this community. We surpassed our first season's goal for downloads and listens, and you guys, I am so grateful for the community that has formed around this show, a show that truly was really just meant to be an outlet for me to explore my thoughts and to understand the moments and lessons in my life in a little bit more depth. And it has turned into so much more. It has turned into a place where I feel safe. It has turned into a place where I know it is helping others and where I'm hearing from you guys every day in my DMs and I'm having conversations. And it's making me feel seen because you guys are saying that you're feeling seen and heard. So thank you for that. I love hearing from you guys, like I just said, and so you know, my DMs are always open. And if you guys have a sec and you love this show, Leave us a five-star review wherever you are. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Google, that'll help us to continue to expand this community, get even more amazing guests on. I'm so excited for the lineup we have this year. And also just bring this conversation about taking care of ourselves to a larger platform. So without further ado, let's talk about being alone. A lot. There's a separation between loneliness and being alone an entirely emotional separation. The understanding of how our emotions affect the time we spend in our heads is vital to identifying why we may feel lonely even though we're surrounded by people. But it's also the key to being perfectly content, happy even, while we're completely alone. Being alone can be a choice or a product of our daily routine. Either way, it's defined as the physical act of just spending time alone with ourselves and only ourselves. 
Loneliness can also be a choice or a product of our daily routine, but is defined as a longing for connection with people, even if you're surrounded by them. Here's the thing about loneliness. When we take a deeper look into our lives, really evaluate where we spend most of our time, what the conversations we have with our friends are about, how we spend our mornings and our nights, we can kind of begin to connect those dots into where that hole in our social life is coming from. But at the same time, we choose to stay lonely because the steps it would take to obtain that true connection that aligns with who we are is going to take work. And we're scared to explore that unknown space. And it's okay to be scared, but it's like our brains begin to trick us into thinking that feeling alone and living in loneliness is more comfortable than reaching for what we truly want, when that is not the case at all. This can also be why as you begin to go on your growth journey, as you begin to put yourself first, you can often begin to feel lonely. You can not only just begin to spend more time alone, because when you begin to focus on yourself and go into your selfish era, you know, that's what you're doing. You're doing things that you love, and typically those things are by yourself or with a good friend who is hopping on the same activity as you. But as you begin to enter that era and enter into a phase of personal growth, we have to let go of that past version of ourselves that we are trying to grow from, that we are no longer wishing to be like. And as we begin to move into this new space, this new unknown space, away from that feeling of loneliness, we are going to become, it sounds ironic, but we are going to become a little bit more alone. Because we're also leaving behind the people and the places that were associated with that past version of ourselves. So while yes, we were hanging out with all these people, we still felt as if we had a void, we're now trying to separate ourselves from the people who were creating that void and move in the direction of a life and of experiences and of social fulfillment that will fill up this desire to want to be seen, to want to connect with people. But on the way there, we're letting go of those people who we were surrounded with. We're spending that time alone. We are spending our time deeply with ourselves and opening up space for that next step for ourselves. We're opening up space for new social connections, for new experiences. And in the midst of all that, you can kind of get caught up and be like, am I not making progress? I felt lonely when I was surrounded by people and I still feel lonely now that I have started to make small steps towards separating myself from those environments. What am I doing wrong? Am I just a lonely person? Do people not connect with me? Am I just not a good friend? You can begin to have all of these negative thoughts about why this feeling is staying consistent as you're going on your growth journey. When in reality, it's just a sign that you are on the right path. It's a shitty sign. Let me tell you, it's a shitty sign, but it's a sign. And as we begin to move forward, we have to make sure that we are non-judgmentally letting go of those past people and those past places and those past experiences. We can't judge those people for who they were or what they were in our lives. We can't judge the places we put ourselves we can't judge who we used to be when we were around them. In order to move forward from that past life 
and no longer have any strings attached and no longer feel as if they are still clinging to some parts of us, we have to create the boundary, create the judgment-free, peaceful boundary of separation and just understand that what you are doing and the time that you are taking is no harm, no foul, no hard feelings towards anybody. It is strictly because you want to take your life into your own hands and you want to be doing these things for yourself so that you feel better. And that is enough of a reason to leave behind any person, any place, anything if it's not feeling right for you. As we begin to non-judgmentally let go of those people and those places and those things in our past, we begin to open up this new space in our lives, the space for opportunities, the space for new social interactions, the space for, gosh, who knows what could come into picture. And I think that I'm finally in this place in my life right now where I am beginning to see the filling of my open space in my life. It's kind of hard to visualize as you think about it. You're like, okay, where are all these spaces? How am I getting them? But in your mind, you you can only process so much information. You can only be with so many people before you're filled. You're filled up. Your energy is taken. It's being sucked in a million different directions. And so imagine it like this. Imagine you have 75% you know, percent of your glass filled up all the way. And that other 25% at the top is you know, untouchable space. It's only for you. But that 75% that's filled is filled with that past version of yourself. It's filled with the conversations you were having with your friends. It's filled with negative thoughts about people you guys used to talk about. It's filled with the job that you were in that you hated. And as we begin to non-judgmentally empty out that cup, release all of those things from our life, begin to take small steps towards no longer accepting those things for ourselves, no longer feeling as if they're filling us up, as if they're feeding us we now have, look at that, another 25% to bring in something that is filling us up. Maybe that's a new gym routine. Maybe that's a new social situation. Maybe you found this new group of friends who are incredible and you want to make sure that you have the space and the capacity in your cup to dedicate enough time to nurturing that relationship because they make you feel good. So, as you non-judgmentally let go of those old situations and places and things, you make so much more room for endless opportunities, for new capacities to come into your life. You make room to show up for yourself and to show up for this new version of you that you're creating. I mentioned before I went on that little rant that I feel like I'm in that place right now. I have lived my life this past year since graduation kind of alone. Alone in the sense of physically being alone. I have my best friend here in Chicago. I have my boyfriend who's long distance. That leaves me with my family and my best friend, basically. And I get to see my boyfriend once a month, and I get to see my best friend when we can, but we're, we're on different paths. We're on different schedules. She's got her work life. I've got my work life. My family's in and out of the house. I'm in and out of the house. It leaves me with a lot of alone time. But here's the thing. I've learned to begin to befriend my loneliness. For a while, it hurt. For a while, I was like, 
why do I not have a lot of friends? Like, who am I supposed to be reaching out to? Where am I supposed to be looking for these friends? Am I in a bad place in my life because I'm 22 years old, fresh out of college, and I don't have a lot of friends? I didn't leave college with a ton of friends. And that loomed in my head for a while until I became okay with the fact that a lot of those people were not the people I wanted to be my friends anyway. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with not wanting to put myself back in old situations because who I was in college is not who I want to be now. And so as I began to non-judgmentally let go of some of those people in some of those places, I have come into this new sense of awareness, this new ability to take on friendships from places that I never thought that I would find friendships before. I have met an amazing group of women here in Chicago. I have made an amazing new boss out of one of my jobs, and she is a mentor. She is everything that I've hoped to find in a person here in Chicago. I have nurtured my friendship and allowed me and my best friend to take on new responsibilities and new opportunities together. I have expanded my relationship with my family. There are so many things that I've opened up space for because I let go of the want and the need to have a million friends all the time, right? And as I began to go through this process, I realized that I was using a similar trick to how I also overcame my anxiety. And it was that when I sat with my emotions, when I sat with that feeling of being lonely, not just being alone, but physically feeling lonely, I had a unique opportunity to learn something new about myself. I got to sit down and understand where these emotions were coming from, to understand that maybe I felt as if I was lacking in some area. Maybe I felt insecure because there weren't a million people around me and I thought that that's what was supposed to be happening, right? And so when I got to this point to understand that maybe it was just some deep insecurity rooted inside of me that I needed to overcome to move on to this next step, it opened up a whole new door for me. I realized that every time I felt lonely, I got the opportunity to just sit and think about where that feeling was coming from, think about why I was feeling that way, turn that feeling into a friend, ask it what it was trying to teach me. As you begin to learn more and more about yourself, as these emotions come up, whether that's loneliness, whether that's anxiety, whether it's a bit of sadness, no matter what it is, you learn something that is meant to be brought up in your life. None of these emotions come up for no reason. Understanding and having that self-awareness of your emotions then allows you to move forward disconnected from however they're making you feel. A lot of the time we go around our days and these emotions come up and we allow them to take over. We allow them to rule how we feel every single day. As you befriend your emotions, you can go through your day just as you are. You can go through your day in peace, not feeling as if your emotions are pulling you this way and your job is pulling you this way and your family is pulling you this way. You can keep your emotional balance in yourself and give to those other parties that may be needing from you while still feeling at peace with yourself, feeling as if you have a full understanding and full awareness of where you are at in your life. And that's why, even though I've spent this past year pretty, pretty alone, 
I haven't often felt lonely. Like I said, I had that bit of time where I was judging myself, but after that and after I've released it, I mean, my best days are spent all alone, if I'm being honest. <laughs> I, could, I can tell you and I will tell you a whole day in the life of my favorite times that I'm alone, of my favorite things to do, of my favorite new hobbies to explore. And I think that that's the, the wondrous thing about the time that we get to have alone, is that we get to turn our alone time into self-care. Once we've conquered the feeling of loneliness and we truly just accept our alone time for what it is, we can dive into those new projects that we want to do, right? So maybe I wasn't feeling fulfilled where I was because I knew I wanted to add video to my podcast, right? I knew I wanted to make sure I had an amazing season two. And so I wanted to dedicate this time to it. And now I have that time and I'm feeling amazing. I'm sitting here alone. You can watch me on YouTube. You're listening to me right now. I am sitting here alone, having the time of my life because I am putting forth my time into something that is filling me up. I'm putting my time into all of you. I am nurturing myself while also giving to a community that gives back to me. And that feels amazing. And so as we begin to turn our alone time into self-care, this could be, like I said, podcasting. It could be exploring a new hobby. It could be dancing. It could be working out. I don't know. What is it that you want to spend more time on? What have you been thinking about adding into your life recently? Just ask yourself, I guess, right now. And let that be what you begin to spend your alone time doing. With that being said, I would love to tell you what some of my favorite activities are when I'm alone. So most of my days look different. Actually, like every single one of my days look different in the week. I have quite a few jobs and I am hoping to really focus in on the one that is bringing me the most passion. Well, the three or four that maybe are bringing me the most ex excitement. I struggle with truly letting go of things. but. As I, as I overcome that fear and that struggle, I know that my life will, you know, begin to smooth out and everything will fall into place better. But every day for me looks different. And most of my days are spent alone. But most of my days are filled with things that I love. So I'll wake up, I'll do my morning routine, which is all spent alone, basically. I'll stretch in my room, I'll do a little Pilates if I need to, I'll meditate, I'll journal. I'll take time for myself and only myself in that space. Clean my face, clean my room, fix my hair if it's looking a mess. And then my next step would be either to get coffee or to jet out the door and go to Pilates for my teacher training. And so either way, I'm either grabbing a coffee and hitting the coffee shop to then therefore do work alone. So I'm sitting down, I'm doing my laptop work, I'm editing for the social media agency that I work for, but I have so much fun sitting at the coffee shop, you guys. It is one of my favorite activities to do. Like if somebody came up to me and was like, oh, what's your favorite pastime? Sitting in a coffee shop. Like I could be doing absolutely nothing and just sitting there and I could be having the best time of my life. <laughs> I, I don't know why. It's something about the environment. It's something about the energy in a coffee shop. I think it's also something about feeling safe. I have a big thing about feeling safe in spaces. And so <laughs> that is one of my favorite places to spend my alone time. But then if I'm at the Pilates studio, 
I'm surrounded by people there most definitely, but I'm doing my Pilates on my own or I'm just teaching one other person. Um, and in that time, I'm also taking care of myself. I'm learning. I'm learning a new skill of Pilates. I'm learning how to teach or I am nurturing my body and I'm getting in physical movement. And then from there, my days can vary and vary and vary. But as, as I begin to spend more and more alone time, I also begin to look into new things that are exciting me, like coaching people or reading new books or exploring a plant shop and buying new plants for myself or going to buy this beautiful new chair that I'm sitting in and I'm so excited about. It's, it's the little things. It's the continuing to stay curious and continuing, con con continuing to explore new things. It keeps us childlike. It keeps us wandering and in that human experience. And so I hope for you that if you are in a time of feeling lonely or if you're in a time of just being alone, that you really sit and think about how you're feeling. You sit and ask yourself why certain emotions are coming up for you. And then you ask yourself what it is that you want to be doing. And you just do it. No judgment. No hard feelings. Take it into your own hands and allow yourself to feel that childlike exploration again. Allow yourself to take on the new passions that you hoped would come into your life. I'm rooting for you and I hope that you do them. And if you do, tag me in them. I want to see. I want to see how you spend your day alone. Um, <laughs> so let's jump into a new little segment that I just actually found while I was exploring the other day. How crazy this all comes together. So like I've been saying, you can now watch us on YouTube. And I went to this vintage store on my way home from my job with the sports team that I work for in hopes to find a little table that would like sit in front of this chair that I'm sitting in. Because you can tell right now I'm not, I don't have the best setup. <laughs> but I was looking for a table and I didn't find one, unfortunately. I'm still on the hunt for the perfect one for this space. But I did find this little box of matches. It's fake matches. But it's called Spark Courage. And it's 50 ways to be bold. And so I figured that maybe after every episode, we could shake it up. Gave it a good little shake. And we're going to pick one out. And that will be the thing that we focus on or do together in the week until we get to talk again next week. So I just opened it, closed it. We're going to take a look at what our stick says. Oh my God, it's perfect for this episode, you guys. <laughs> it says... What do you believe you're not good at? Do one thing to get better. Look at a new way to spend your alone time this week. What's one thing that you don't think that you're thriving at, but you enjoy? Or maybe you don't enjoy it, but you'd like to see if you can get better at it. Let's do that. This week, I will do this too. We're going to ask ourselves, what is it that we believe we're not good at? Okay? And then we're just going to do one small thing. It can literally be one little min minuscule thing towards it to see if we get better or just start getting better. Wow, I love that. All right, let's jump into my now, my new, my next, a segment that I have decided not to get rid of. <laughs> my now. It's kind of honestly hustle grind girl boss era. Like I'm ready for this year to be full of everything that I have been working for and I'm willing to put in double time on my work to get it. And so that is my now. Hustle, grind, girl boss era. <laughs> my new. 
you guys, can you tell I'm excited about this new? You can watch us on YouTube. How fun. <laughs> we now have a video format available for Growing Pains. And that is filling me up. That's making me feel really excited. That is our new. We also have new branding, new Instagram. <sighs> so many great new things going on this year. And then my next. This has also been my next and my new for quite some time. As you can tell, it's taking me a bit of time to figure it out. But it's taking both my hard work, the whole, this is my time to make huge strides. And I value taking care of myself time together and finding a balance between work, 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 and peace, calm. What is it that I need? Where can I improve my life? Where can I focus on things that are maybe getting neglected in the time that I'm working so much? So without further ado, oh my goodness, I feel like we just sped through that episode. I think I speed talked. I was just so excited, you guys. <laughs> but without further ado, let's wrap it up and look ourselves in the mirror. Oh my goodness. This whole new setup, you guys, I didn't put a mirror in front of myself. Hold on. I'm going to have to look behind me and say, Olivia, I love you. Olivia, I love you. Everybody, look in the mirror. Tell yourself you love yourself, no matter where it is that you are. If it's in your car, on your walk, whatever it is. I want you to know that I love you. That is so much more worth sticking around for. I hope to see you all next week. Hear you all next week, maybe. I hope to hear you even before next week. Chat with me somewhere on socials. I want you to drink so much water and ask yourself, what is it that I don't think I'm good at and how can I do one thing to get better? Until next week, uh, sending you so much love, sending you so much light. I am so excited for this new year. Talk to you later. Bye.